Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. The Lone Ranger and Toto were riding through Eagle Canyon. As they rounded a bend, they saw a horseman far away. He was approaching at a speed that was dangerous on the rock-strewn ground. Suddenly, they saw the reckless rider throw up his hands and spill from his horse. There was a puff of smoke on the high rim of the canyon... And a moment later, the sound of a rifle reached the masked man and the Indian. Otto, that man was shot. Isn't that right? Shot come from Top Canyon. Come on, Silver! Get him up, Scout! The top of the canyon could be reached only by a long and difficult route, so there was no opportunity to pursue the sniper. The masked man and Toto hurried to see if there were any chance to help the man who had been shot. Oh, oh, easy, easy, the big fella. Easy. Easy. As they drew rein beside the fallen man, they saw him move. He's alive, Toto. Bring the canteen. Uh, me get him. Easy there, easy. Take it easy, fellow. We see how badly you've been hit. Shot came up there. We saw where it came from. You're masked. I'm here to help you. You want a Tarbuck's man? I've never heard of Tarbuck. 
Lie still while I open your shirt. It's no use. I, I'm going. Uh, here. Here, water. Thanks, fellow. That wound is bad, isn't it? You need the attention of a doctor. Try to swallow some water. Thanks. What's your name? Salter. Jim Salter. Do you know who shot you? Must have been one of Tarbuck's men. Who is Tarbuck? Boss of a gang. Took over the town of Lone Pine. How? First Tarbuck came, and his men, one after another, got jobs. Oh, what kind of jobs? Lawmen, tax collectors, marshal. And then? Things got worse and worse till everyone except the gang left town. Everyone? Yes. We had a meeting tonight, a town meeting, secret one. Mayor Jim Galt called it. We all moved out, leaving the town of to the Tarbuck gang. Where are the townspeople now? They're camped in a valley east of here. They need help bad. Where were you going, Salter, when you were shot? Dover City. There's a telegraph station there. He's going to send word to Washington, asking the government to help us. Tarbuck must have known your plans. He did. He must have sent a dry gulcher to stop me. Hey, I... <laughs> Him dead? Yes, Tonto. He's gone. And he's given us a mission. Uh, and what we do? We'll make a temporary resting place for the poor fellow. Then we'll ride to where the sniper waited, see if we can find any clues or tracks. And what we do with horse? We'll take it with us until we visit the fugitives from Lone Pine. That evening, the ambusher who had murdered Jim Salter was in the Lone Pine Cafe. He and another man were seated at a corner table with Tarbuck, the boss. Here's a little extra cash for you, Jake. Pay for getting that gent from the fugitive's camp. Uh, thanks, Mr. Tarbuck. Hey, boss, me and some of the other boys was wondering. Yeah, what? You mean to drive everyone out of town? Sure I did. Ah, just one trouble. They won't give up their land and their homes without a fight. They'll let them try to fight. I'll be ready for him. All right, boss. I just thought I'd mention it. Butch, I get regular reports on what Galt is planning. That's how I knew Jim Salter was going to try to reach the telegraph office. You get reports? Yes, of course. Boss, there's a spy in Galt's camp. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? It's that man who just came in. Look at him, Jake. He's wearing a mask. Yeah, sure enough. Where's his guns mighty low? That's a sign of a man that can make a fast draw. Carries his hands near his guns. Might be able to use that gent, unless I've sized him up wrong. Which one of you is named Tarbuck? You're looking right at him, mister. So you're Tarbuck. I expected to see a bigger man. Uh, stand up. Well, maybe now I look bigger to you. Now, what do you say, stranger? Tarbuck's half a head tall on you. Tarbuck, you're still not big enough to require a whole town for yourself. I like room to swing my elbows. I've seen pictures of one of your friends on handbills. You're Jake Slade, aren't you? Yeah, what of it? A man as careless as you must be very lucky to stay out of jail. What do you mean by that remark, stranger? You should have brushed the mud off your right knee and the toe of your right boot. Huh? That mud marks you as a man who knelt on the rim of Eagle Canyon to aim a rifle at Jim Salter. Furthermore, you left tracks on the canyon rim. <laughs> good sign cutting, stranger. He's not that good at cutting sign. Pete Hanford told him about our plans. Pete Hanford? You saw him in Galt's camp. Oh, so Pete Hanford is your spy. Jake, you have to tell all you know? Ah, what's the difference? This gent won't leave here alive. Hey, who are you? You're not one of the men who vacated the town. No, I'm not. And you're not a lawman, because lawmen don't wear masks. So you must be dodging the law. 
maybe we can do business. I like your style, the way you wear those guns. We can't do business, Tarbuck, because I don't like your style. Hey, listen to him, boss. I'll... Hold it, Jake. Don't finish your draw. You might get hurt. Oh, yeah? Well, someone will get hurt, but it won't be me. Hold it, all of you. Let go of me. You'll shoot through Tarbuck to get me. After disarming Jake with a bullet in the gun hand, the Lone Ranger had sidestepped with lightning speed, grabbed Tarbuck's arm, and twisted it behind his back. With a grip of steel, he held the big boss as a shield. My arm. My arm. I'll break it, Tarbuck, if you keep struggling. I'll shoot the next man who reaches for a gun. This way, Tarbuck. You're backing with me as far as the rear door. Hey, boss. We don't dare try to help. Stay where you are, all of you. My wrist is man. All right, shut up, Jake. Listen, mister, whoever you are, you're my kind of man. There's room for argument on that point. Now, wait a minute. I've got no hard feelings against you. I can use a man like you. I'll pay you handsome to work for me. Here's a door, Tarbuck. This is as far as we go together. The first man who sticks his head through the door may stop a bullet. Adios, Tarbuck. Now, now wait. Tonto was waiting behind the cafe with the horses. The Lone Ranger kept a sharp watch on the rear door as he prepared to mount. A ribbon of light appeared as the door opened a cautious inch and Tarbuck called... Now listen, mister. Don't go. I'll make a deal. Stick your head out, Tarbuck. Shot. Make him close the door fast. Let's go, Tonto. Easy, steady, big fella. One, two, there. The Lone Ranger and Toto rode across a moonlit plain until they were sure there was no pursuit. Then the masked man drew rein and Toto followed suit. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, me hear gunplay in cafe. Wonder if you hurt. Me ready go inside, find out when you come out. The man who shot Jim Salter drew a gun. I broke his wrist. Maybe someday hangman break neck. Toto, there's a spy in the camp of the fugitives. I learned that his name is Pete Hanford. Not how Tarbuck know when fellas start through Eagle Canyon. That's right. What we do now? I want you to try to learn more about Tarbuck and his plans. Wrap yourself in a blanket and play the part of an old Indian who speaks very little English. Drift in the Lone Pine. Hang around and keep your ears open. Ah, me go back now? Yes. I'm going to the camp of the fugitives and try to expose the spy. I'll meet you at our last campsite at sunrise. Monsilver! Fugitives were camped inside a circle of canvas-topped wagons. The faces of men, women, and children who had assembled near a large fire in the center of the circle were pinched and drawn with worry and hunger. Because of increasing dissatisfaction, Jim Galt, the leader, had called a meeting. You men know what'll happen if we go back to Lone Pine? We'll have to take orders from Tarbuck. I say that's better than starving to death. Yeah, Pete Hanford's right. I'd rather take orders and starve. It won't be a case of taking orders. Tarbuck's lawman will pick us up one at a time, put us on trial for the crimes of his gang, and we'll be convicted and hung on trumped-up evidence. I think you're wrong about that, God. Of course he's wrong. Tarbuck wouldn't do that. Every one of you voted to leave Lone Pine until we found help to go back and clean out the Tarbuck gang. We'll starve to death before any help comes. Hey, Hanford... You're the one who started all the talk of going back. What if I am, Galt? A lot of the men agree with me. For the sake of the women and children, we should go back. Let's wait till there's a reply from the telegram Salter is sending to Washington. 
Let's at least wait that long. A goat. Hey, All eyes turned to the tall masked man who stepped from between two of the wagons into the firelit circle. Who are you, mister? Hey, what's the meaning of that mask? Where'd you come from? I came to tell you that the messenger you sent to telegraph for help is dead. Dead? dead. Yes, he was killed by one of Tarbuck's men on the way to the telegraph office. He was killed because Tarbuck has a spy in this camp. I'm here to name that spy. The name of that spy is Pete Hanford. That's a lie. Pete Hanford. He's the one who's been trying to persuade us to return and knuckle down to Tarbuck. That's a lie, I tell you. That masked man's lying. Wait a minute. Thunder, Hanford, you don't look half-starved like the rest of us. Look in Hanford's wagon. See if he's been holding out on food. Oh, no, no, you yeah. can't do that. Search him. See if he's broke like the rest of us. That stranger's just a troublemaker. I'll teach him. Hold it, Hanford. Finish that jaw and I'll break your arm. Take Hanford's gun. We'll search him. A roll of money was found in Pete Hanford's pocket. And you said you were flat broke like the rest of us. A secret hoard of food was in his wagon. That does it, Hanford. Even if you're not a spy, you've been holding out on us. You've been watching kids go hungry while you hoarded food. Tie him up, boy. Well, Hanford tied and guarded, Mr. Galt. Tarbuck won't know what you're doing or planning. He'll be guarded from now on. And uh, we're mighty grateful to you, mister, for exposing him. Exposing Hanford isn't going to help your situation. I gather from what I heard before I stepped into your camp that you're short on food. Yes, we certainly are. We're short of both food and money. There's an army post at Grant's Pass. We hope to get help from there, but it'd have to be official instructions from Washington. Sawyer was killed on his way to telegraph Washington. How long will your food supply last? By stretching it with fish and game. Might make it last two weeks. A mighty short rations. I doubt if you'd get official action from Washington in two weeks. I'll try to find a way to help you. Just who are you, mister? Why are you going to try to help us? Because, Galt, men like Tarbuck and his followers should be suppressed. No men like you can build a bigger, better nation. Guard Pete Hanford and keep your chins up. We'll meet again. Galt, I wonder who that masked man is. I wonder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue. The Lone Ranger met Toto in camp. The Indian had learned something about Tarbuck's plans. Tarbuck want make Lone Pine headquartered for outlaw from all over. To do that, he had to get rid of Galt and all the other decent citizens. That's right. What does he plan to do about those fugitives, Toto? Make them starve or come back fighting. They'll come back fighting regardless of the odds against them before they starve. Tarbuck ready. All his men heavy on. Them shoot to kill. Did anyone notice you? Ah. Me wear blanket like you say. Plenty feller called Tonto Old Injun. Them say maybe give Old Injun job. Maybe hire Old Injun to wash dishes in restaurant, sweep floor in cafe. That might be worthwhile, Tonto. Me take job in town? Yes. Yes, Tonto. Take whatever odd jobs are offered for the next two or three days while I ride to Grants Pass. I'm going to talk to Colonel Meredith. After further conversation, Tonto returned to Lone Pine to continue his role as a vagrant old Indian. The Lone Ranger slept in camp until daybreak. Then he set out on the Lone Ride north to Grant's Pass. He traveled all day and far into the night. After a couple of hours' rest, he resumed his journey. It was sunset of the second day when he came within view of the army garrison. Colonel Meredith had been in his headquarters only a few minutes after the formal sunset flag-lowering ceremony when an aide appeared. Come. Colonel Meredith, there's a man with a sergeant of the guard who claims to be a friend. His name? Well, he said you didn't know his name, sir. He produced a letter written by you about a year ago. And, sir, he's wearing a mask. A mask, you say? Did he identify himself in any way? Only this, sir. A cartridge. He said you could match it. Silver. Indeed, I can match it. Where is that man? Show him in at once. Right outside the door. How are you, Colonel? Well, sit down, won't you? Thanks. Orderly, please wait outside the door. Yes, sir. Reports of your activities have reached Grant's Pass. You've been busy during the year since we last met. You've done a lot. Much more remains undone, Colonel Meredith. What brings you here? Outlaws have taken over Lone Pine. What? Yes, they've driven out the citizens. You don't mean it. Jim Galt, the former mayor, and the leading townsmen have left their homes. They're camped as fugitives in a valley several miles from the town. I'll report this to Washington in my next dispatch. Before you receive authority to act, those fugitives will starve. Even if you had orders, Colonel, you'd find it difficult to bring charges against Tarbuck and his followers. There's very little evidence against them. Furthermore, members of the gang have become legal authorities in Lone Pine... You seem to be arguing that there's no way to help these fugitives. There is a way to help them, Colonel Meredith. A somewhat extraordinary way. What is it? Let us suppose your troops are on maneuvers, a practice march. Yes? A band of heavily armed men break from hiding and attack. They open fire without warning. My men would defend themselves. Special orders from Washington would be unnecessary. Uh, you're quite right. That, Colonel Meredith, is my suggestion. Uh, these outlaws you mentioned would hardly be foolish enough to attack a detachment of cavalry on maneuvers, unless they were extremely foolish or stupid. It's only foolish, stupid men who think they are bigger than the law. Let me tell you the details of my plan. After a lengthy conference and a discussion of detailed plans, the Lone Ranger left the army post. 
He traveled only a few miles, then stopped to rest until morning. Two days in the saddle brought him to the camp near Lone Pine. It was after dark when Toto arrived. Toto, did you make sure no one followed you from town? Oh, me sure. Me leave town many time. Tell Tarbuck me go hunting or fishing. Has Tarbuck said anything about his spy in Gold's camp? Today, him talk to Jake. Him say a time for word from Pete Hanford. Him not say anything before today. Then he doesn't suspect Hanford has been captured. Toto, tomorrow you'll break the news. Tell Tarbuck Hanford captured? Yes. If he questions you further, you might tell him you heard the news from a couple of the fugitives whom you met while hunting in the valley near the camp. Ah, me savvy. Now, Toto, pay careful attention. Tell Tarbuck you can sneak into Gull's camp and release Hanford if he wants you to. Toto, do it. Our plans work. We may smash the Tarbuck gang before the end of this week. Soldier help? Yes, but we must set the stage. Uh, what happened when Hanford free? Hanford will have big news to bring to Tarbuck. I'm going to Galt's camp right now to see that Hanford has that news. The Lone Ranger remounted Silver and rode to the valley where the hungry Lone Pine fugitives were camped. He outlined his plan to Jim Galt, then walked with the leader to the side of the canvas-covered wagon in which Pete Hanford, the spy, was held captive. Hanford heard the low-voiced conversation. He recognized the masked man's voice. Colonel Meredith was willing to cooperate as far as possible. Will he send troopers? Unless he has instructions from Washington, he has no authority to send men to attack the Tarbuck gang. Oh, then there isn't much he can do. Ah, you're mistaken, Galt. He can see that your people don't starve to death. Will he send food? Four heavily loaded wagons are on the way right now. Good, good. Will the drivers know where to find us? Yes. Before I left the garrison, I went over a map of the colonel. Have someone meet them at the end of the canyon and guide them the rest of the way. I'll send someone to the mouth of the canyon at once. Tomorrow night will be ample time. The heavy wagons will move slowly. The colonel estimated they would reach the canyon sometime after midnight tomorrow. I wish there were some way we could express our gratitude. If I could only get loose, Ted Raddock Tarbuck should know about that food. Pete Hanford renewed his efforts to get free, but the ropes that held his arms and legs were strong and well-tied. He remained captive for another 24 hours. Then, after everyone had settled for the night, the spy heard a slight movement near the tailgate. He turned and saw the head and shoulders of an Indian outlined against the starlit sky. Then Toto crawled into the wagon. He come from boss. Me cut you free. You mean Tarbuck? That right. Me have horse ready. You hurry back to Lone Pine. Released by Toto, Pete Hanford hurried to the cafe, where he was met with exclamations of welcome. Ah, here's Pete. Hi, Pete. You all right? We heard you were captured. Welcome back. Glad to see you. Hi, boys. Uh, Hanford, I'm over here. Boss, I have a score to settle with a mass troublemaker. Everything was going fine until he showed up in Galt's camp. Well, he showed up here, too. He smashed my hand. Did you have any trouble getting away after the old engine found you? Yeah, he cut the ropes and had a horse waiting for me. It's a good thing, boss. I have news. Yeah? That masked man rode to Grant's Pass. He talked to Colonel Meredith. Yeah? What's the colonel going to do? He's sending food to Galt's camp. Four wagon loads are on the way right now. Well, that much food, those people can hold out long enough to get word to Washington. That'll mean government officials investigating. 
I don't want anything like that. I tried to persuade him to come back and let you run the town, but that masked man interfered. Yeah, they'll come back rather than starve. There's only one thing for us to do, boys. We've got to try to keep that food from reaching Galt. We just knew when and where to meet those wagons. I can tell you, boss. They'll be coming through the canyon sometime after midnight tomorrow. All right, we'll get all the boys together and attack. Army wagons, that's dangerous. Yeah, there won't be more than eight men traveling with the wagons. We can wipe them out easily. Yeah, maybe we can make it look as if Galt's people staged the massacre. Yeah, Jake, I think we can. I'll think it over and make plans before tomorrow night. Meanwhile, pass a word for all the boys to be ready to ride to Eagle Canyon. Right. The following midnight found Tarbuck and his outlaw followers heavily armed, well-mounted, and assembled on the floor of Eagle Canyon. I hear the wagons, boys. They seem to be just around the bend. All right, get your guns ready. All right. All right. Moonlight fell brightly on the first of the heavy wagons that rounded the bend. It was met by a volley of gunfire. Much to the surprise of Tarbuck and the outlaws, the driver was not in the usual place on the high seat of the wagon. Where is he? I don't see the driver. Who's handling the horses? The horses clattered to a halt. Then the outlaws had further cause for consternation when unexpected gunfire came from the army wagon. There were distant shouts, a bugle, and the sound of hoofs. Instead of other wagons following behind the first, a detachment of cavalry came around the bend at top speed. Troopers, where'd they come from? We're outnumbered. Hey, something went wrong. Get away from here. Every man for himself. The outlaws turned their horses quickly and fled along the canyon floor with the soldiers in hot pursuit. They had gone only a short distance when they realized that they were trapped. Horsemen led by a masked man on a white horse were charging from the opposite direction. It's the townsman. With the soldiers in pursuit and the townsman charging from ahead, Tarbuck drew his horse to a sudden halt and shouted. Oh, 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 oh. We gotta stand and fight. We'll all be killed. We got no chance. I'm throwing down my gun. It was a short, one-sided fight that ended when the surviving outlaws raised their hands high in surrender. The outlaws were tied, and those who were wounded were given attention, while the officer in charge of the detachment took statements from Galt and the other townsmen. During all the activity, the Lone Ranger slipped away unnoticed. When the townsmen returned to the anxiously waiting women and children, Galt called a meeting. Friends, neighbors, Tarbuck and his outlaw pals have been taken into custody by the army. They'll face charges of attacking a detachment of troopers. <laughs> yes, they made a big mistake. They thought those troopers were bringing us food. For what they've done, they'll go to jail for life. What are we going to do for food? What do you suppose? We're going back to Lone Pine, to our homes and stores. The town is ours now. We're free to live there in peace and security. Pack your things. Load the wagons. We're all going home. Uh, where's the masked man who led us into the canyon? Yeah, where'd he go? I never saw him after Tarbuck's gang surrendered. Boys, I reckon he went away as quietly as he arrived. I sure wish that we could thank him. He doesn't want thanks. But he'll be back if he's ever needed. He's our kind of man. He's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. A part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs> <laughs>